Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I'm thrilled that you guys are here with us today. We've got a really cool show in store for you guys. Um, somebody whose company I've been uh, I've been introduced to before, and then we had the opportunity to get him on the show. I'm just uh, I'm eager and excited to hear all of the goodness that Steve has to share, and I'll introduce him in just a second. But before I introduce Steve, as you guys know, I don't host the show by myself. I have this opportunity every single time to host a show with the bearded wonder from the United Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio, the one, the only Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> there we go. How you doing, James? Good to be back, of course. Of course. <laughs> I got to be honest, as much as I don't like you, I like introducing you. So, <laughs> And as much as I hate spending this time with you, I love coming just for the introduction. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. I guess we'll, we'll call it a wrap right now. Right. There we go. We're done. <laughs> yeah. So so today we have, uh, we have a really amazing guest. I'm thrilled yes. to hear what he's got to share. He's a chief marketing officer of BombBomb, understands how to use video to make sure that you're communicating and targeting customers in the most effective way author of a new a new book um, that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, um, and welcome to the show, Steve Passanelli. Thank you, James. Thank you, Dean. I'm excited to be on here and have a really slow and dry conversation about video. Excellent. <laughs> that's, that's what we're excited about, too. Let's start with um, your background in storytelling. Because uh, I feel like that's part of the the fabric of what makes you connect with people at the way in the way that you do. How did how did you become a storyteller? Oh, I believe that that storytelling is is important in all facets of life. I mean, we when we're asleep, we're telling ourselves stories. When we're awake, we're telling ourselves stories of why you worked out, why you didn't. Uh, you're telling your kids stories. Stories are st- stories are the Trojan horse. Uh, into someone's highly fortified mind. And you can just tell stories more effectively and better when you're face to face and people can get the complete story from you with your tonality and your facial expressions and the way that you deliver the message. Uh, so yeah, I think that that storytelling is uh, is weaved into the fabrics of, uh, of human being. I like that. Stories are the Trojan horse for your message. Yes, I like it. I like the story about stories. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, absolutely. So was there was there like a particular turning point for you in terms of telling stories and ways of sharing your message? Or was that just something you kind of grew up with and, and you've evolved and, you know, kind of fine tuned your craft over time? Um, yeah, I, I always believe that stories were important. My dad was a Still is an excellent salesperson, and and he taught me the the value of of storytelling. But and, and we were just talking about this, James. You know, in two thousand and eleven, uh, when I was working for a, a company called Realtor.com, we sold uh, software solutions to to real estate agents, and we had a forty eight city tour. 
And I would travel around from city to city and we would do like an edu sales class where I would get up on stage and teach people about technology. And then, of course, you know, if they wanted to do that a bit easier, they can invest in some software programs, you know, in the in the back of the room. And, and we did great with the tour. You know, I did the tour for years and years and years. And uh, and we always sold when we were in front of people. And when I was on stage or when the salespeople, you know, in the back of the room could fully tell that story, deliver that narrative, include people in their, you know, in their story. We had no problem selling at the events. But where we did have problem selling was the follow up to the events. And then we were like, okay, well, let's try out this new thing called Facebook ads uh, back in, in 2011. Let's see how that works. And that did not work very well. And one of the reasons why, you know, it didn't work is because, and I, I believe, you know, it comes down to one, the human being that's delivering the message. The messenger is more important than the message because you need to know that you believe the messenger. Uh, and then the message comes, you know, comes second. Uh, but two, it's that ability to craft that narrative and that story. It was just so hard to do through the means of communication that everyone uses these days. And that's text-based emails. So you don't sell them there at the show. You got to follow up via email. You can't get them on a phone. You got to follow up via text-based messaging. You run a Facebook ad, it's text, you know, on the screen, or you follow up with that person with a text-based email. And that was the biggest missing piece for me back in 2011 was how do I get my people, if my people were face-to-face with their people more often, would they sell more? And the simple answer to me back then was yes. And the solution was, well, how can I use video to follow up more effectively? How can I use video to build trust and rapport off of a cold lead that we generated from a Facebook ad? Uh, and then I spent the, basically the next eight years uh, working on that. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's amazing. And and just and so did you? And you said this at the beginning when you were when you were talking. But do you feel like it's because you can express tone of voice, you can see facial expression, like all of those things dramatically improve that level of rapport, even even if you're not there face to face with a person, like you can accomplish that through video? Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, just just facial expressions are, are so important. Ninety percent of what the brain process processes is um, visual. And so that visual message is is so important. You know, sometimes when I present, I'll put a slide up and it's my dad's handwritten signature. And when my dad comes over on weekends, he, he eats dinner over here. And a lot of times he still writes us a handwritten message, just thanks us for dinner. And he signs his name the same way he used to sign it from ever since I could remember being seven or 10 years old. And it's with a D-A-D, but the D is is like a has ears on it and hair on the top and a big smiley, googly face, you know, built in. And and so I'll get in front of an audience and I'll say, hey, how many of you feel like you know a little bit more about my dad based on his signature? And of course, the audience is smiling. They see it. The signature is engaging. Um, and then I ask people like, well, how do you feel about my dad? You know, what kind of personality traits? And they're, and they're giving me personality traits. And then I say, do you want to see how his signature looks at, you know, in an email? And I go to DAD, which is black text and a white screen where everyone's text looks exactly exactly the same. And now all the emotion is removed out of that word. And that's something as simple as a personalized signature. It's not even going as far as someone's face and all the facial cues that we learn to identify at one month old. 
as a baby. You can babies identify facial cues almost immediately. They don't start talking until much later, and then obviously start writing or typing until much much later uh, in the process. And so they're used to all day long. We're used to interacting face to face, and we get good at interacting face to face. We are not great at writing text based email messages, especially to sell something. That's amazing. And on a, on a completely different note, that's actually exactly why we don't do a video podcast. Cause I don't want to see Dean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's actually fascinating, Steve, as much as James would say that what's the most bizarre thing of all is James also sends me nice, kind handwritten notes. And oh. he, uh, he too draws little doodles over some of the letters of his name. Very bizarre that you brought that up. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. I didn't want to break this. I didn't want to break this to you on the show, Dean, but I, uh, that's actually your mom doing that. Um, <laughs> she told me that she wanted you to feel like I liked you, and she figured that was a good way to do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so moving moving forward, um, what I what I really want to know then, uh, Steve, is if if everybody can connect more effectively through video. Um, what are the things that stop people from actually making that connection? Like, why aren't more people doing this? And I know you guys, you guys are on a, uh, you know, on a mission to help people make those greater connections that lead to productive outcomes for everybody involved. But what, what are the things that you see holding people back? Uh, that themselves, that, that is really the, the primary reason why people don't want to do videos. Sometimes they'll tell themselves a story that it takes too long and, and we can cover that in a, in a second or, you know, video, it's just going to be too hard because people have a mindset. Actually, you know what, let's cover that first and then we'll get into the fear of video portion. Um, because I just want to make sure the style of video is, is clear here because people think that the videos need to be perfect and polished. And when they think of you know video, they think of video marketing and they think of green screens and drones and high-end digital cameras and blurred out backgrounds from high-end equipment and, and all that great stuff that, that we've been serviced up you know, since we were born through commercials. And that is not the style of video that I had success with back in 2011 on until I came over to BombBomb in 2015. Um, the, the style of video that, that I had success with is the exact opposite. There's an authenticity, shiny inversion. And the shinier that something is, the less authentic it feels. Uh, and if you're going to create a video for marketing purposes where you want thousands and thousands of views, yes, then it might make sense. And a lot of times it does make sense to have a high-end video. But if you're creating a video for the purpose of building a relationship, like we were talking about before, establishing trust or rapport with a new lead, uh, that popped into your database or following up with a past client or dealing with an emotional matter where you don't want to do it over text-based email. Um, you know, those are, those are all the opportunities where a one-to-one, more raw, more organic video will actually be better off because again, that shiny authenticity version, inversion, the shinier it is, the less authentic it feels. If you send a video and you're sitting at your desk and I said, hey, James, and which I'm going to do right after the show. Hey, James, th thank you so much for having me on the show. I really thought it was funny when you said this, that, and the other. And Dean, you were okay, too. Um, oh. And I'd send them. And <laughs> you can't just sneak in little jab by that, Steve. This is out of order. Well, What's going on here? <laughs> well, just, just say, just say, you, you said we were allowed to do that. So I'm just trying to be a part of the gang. <laughs> 
Welcome to the show, Steve. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, so if so, when I send that video, you're going to see that it's not high end equipment. I don't have lighting. You're going to get to learn about me based off of the background of what's in my office, which is intentional, by the way. We can get to that later. Uh, but you'll you'll be able to form you know an opinion by seeing me and hearing me at the same time. And I might make a mistake in that video, and I might say um or ah, uh, and that's all okay for this style. If it's for communicative purposes, the mistakes that you make, your imperfections are your perfections. Those are the same mistakes that you would make with someone if you were talking to them face to face. Oh, that's amazing. Do you remember, ironically, James, do you remember, um, James, you and I were talking not too long ago about uh, some of the ads that, that that we've both been running in various things. And with what you've just said there, Steve, with, with some of our advertising that we do, every single time we've tried to have an ad effectively running online that is a more polished, what you'd say, a professional marketing video, it's never performed well as just grabbing like a cell phone and shooting a more raw, real, off-the-cuff video. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's a time and place for both, right? Like some, some people want to feel the polished video gives you and your company the perception of like, you are a real deal. Like you have the ability to pr produce a polished video and that's great. Um, and, and we do polished videos as well. But if you have that ad up there and someone filled out a form and you're going to follow up with them, the last thing that person wants to see is a polished video. They have questions. They want to interact with the human right. being. And if you follow up with a real human being and you say, hey, you know, hey, Mike, thank you so much for filling out the form on our website. I just wanted to let you know that I'm a real person. I am here to help. And any questions, you know, no matter where you are in the buying process, um, I'm here to help no matter what stage you're at. And, and if you have any questions, please feel free to follow up. Like that simple 25 second message is going to generate a bigger, re uh, a larger response or a higher reply rate than sending someone a text-based email asking them if they have questions or would like to talk about the next step in the process. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. So, so maybe, maybe one of the things that you could share with us is where, and, and maybe the answer is, everywhere or you just like, you know, kind of start thinking of this creatively, but what are some of the main places mm -hmm. that you think people could be doing this that they're currently not? So like that follow-up example, um, makes a ton of sense. I can even see doing that in my yeah. own business after somebody, you know, fills out an application to consider, uh, working with us potentially. Yeah. Um, wh what are some other examples just to kind of get people thinking mm -hmm. about how to use this? Yeah. And then, and then we, I want to make sure we don't forget about the fear video uh, too after that. But yeah, there are a lot of places. Uh, chapter six in the book, uh, Rehumanize Your Business, that's the book that me and uh, my buddy Ethan Butte wrote. He is the chief evangelist for, for BombBomb. We co-wrote it together. Um, and chapter six, we dive deep into when video beats text. And we identified 10 times in the book here. You know, it's funny, whenever you, you write something and you, you put it out there, the second you actually put out the final version, you're like, darn it, we <laughs> should have added this 11th time. So <laughs> yeah, there is technically a well, here's this is this is your opportunity. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You've heard it here first on Just the Tips. <laughs> yes, that, that is correct. So, so cold prospecting, we talked about that, our first introduction, generating leads off, you know, off a website. Awesome. Unresponsive or nurturing leads. Like if someone is in your funnel, whether you buy by the bow tie funnel or the traditional funnel, um, if you have someone they ghosted you, they went cold. 
It's hard to say no to a smiling face. It's easy to say no to text on the screen. And part of one of the keys and when send, when you're sending a video to someone is to make sure that they know unequivocally that that video was created just for them. And you can do that through a variety of ways through whiteboard strategies or techniques or a screen recording being on their page, on their LinkedIn page. And we can go over those techniques later if you if you want the, the quick tips on how to get attention. Um, but but that unresponsive uh, lead, you can get a response with or a higher response, uh, you know, using video. Uh, great to meet you when, you know, obviously you just met someone, you want to follow up and make a lasting impression. Uh, project or process updates. Now, if it's very basic, if it's like, hey, we did these three things or you need to do these three things, you don't necessarily need a video. But if it contains complexity or nuance, that's the time that video would benefit um, you throughout the process. See if I can remember all these. Uh, holidays, <laughs> special occasions, uh, great time to follow up with a personal message and, and give someone the time. You know, reciprocity is, is Cialdini's um, one of six laws of persuasion. And if you're giving someone your time and they see that you reached out, and wish them a 20 second message, they believe it, hmm. it's worth so much more than just a text-based message. And how, and how do you send the videos? Like, do the videos go through text? Do they go through email? Do they go through some other channel? Like, how does it actually get to the person? Yeah, so, so that's one way, of course, that, you know, bomb, bomb, we specialize in the delivery of the, of the messaging and the creation of these quick videos because you can record a video on your own. You can take out your iPhone right now, record a video, and dump it into a, a text message, and that'll work great. The hard part is if you want to take that video, you want to dump it into an email because it goes out as an attachment. Now, you can then upload it to YouTube and change the, the sharing settings on there, and then go into your email and do a screen grab and copy it in there and link it away. But then you're also sending people away from your CTA and driving them to YouTube mm -hmm. where they're going to watch other videos after the fact. Um, so you can do it manually to, to an extent. BombBomb, you know, makes it easy just to click a single button in Gmail or in Outlook where you work. Your video camera appears, you record your message and you hit send and it gives you tracking and analytics. You know, so the process of sending video is much faster, easier, better uh, because you yes. have that tracking in there. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah very so cool. I'll run through the last uh, four times quickly here because I did. I'm not going to lie. I had to look them up just to make sure I remembered them all. <laughs> didn't remember. That's okay. I've got the I got the table of contents to your book pulled up now. I'm like I'm fact checking you as you go. So it's bad news or apologies, checking in emails, internal communication. Great for uh, team leaders or executives within the company that want to provide and keep that culture going if they have uh, employees that are remote or work you know, across the country, or you just don't get a chance to talk to all 150 employees you have. Uh, invitation, and finally, thank you. Gratitude videos are the best. That's where we teach people to start. It changes their day. It puts them in the right um, mindset and frame of mind. Uh, and then number 11 that's not in the book would be demonstration. Anytime you want to demo something on your website, walk someone through a contract or a PDF to do a screen recorded video, it is so much easier to walk someone through complex details yeah. um, with a screen recording. That's awesome. That's awesome. So there's like, there's virtually unlimited applications to this kind of theory and methodology that you're talking about. Yeah, and, the, and, the base, and this will kind of kill two birds with one stone. 
the, the basic question you want to ask yourself is, would I be more effective if I were delivering this message in person? Would this also benefit the recipient because could I deliver it with more clarity? And if the answer is yes, so if you're trying to make a sales pitch, if you're trying to build that trust, if you're apologizing you know, to, to someone and you want to make sure that they see and feel and hear your empathy, then you're going to want to do it through a video. And every time that you say no, when people say, I'm afraid of doing video, I don't want to do it. I don't like how I look on camera. People are going to meet you eventually. So you might as well expedite that process in, in most business situations. Um, but what I, what I ask people is, you know, would you cancel an appointment if you had a sales demo? Would you cancel that sales demo because your hair didn't look great that day? And the answer is always no. But every time you choose not to send a video, you were saying no to a face-to-face -face meeting. And if you look at it that way and you get over your own fear by saying there's going to be real benefit on the other end, and I'm already, I already see people face-to-face, -face, um, the only person that cares what you look like is you. So. Yeah. Mm, mm. That's good. This is really good. I, you know, one of the things that I like about this is, um, historically I haven't done a lot of videos in my marketing simply because I'm like, man, I, I just feel like I'm talking to everybody. Mm, right. But with what you're talking about, it's very targeted. I like, I would send a video, uh, you know, to Dean, for example. Oh, please don't. Gosh, I see enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really left myself open for that one. Um, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But let's just say that I decided to do that because I wanted to irritate him. Then I, but I would, I would, I would know that I'm sending that video to him and it's really easy to be specific in that video. Right. Yeah. There's the pendulum has swung over the past, uh, 10 years, even, even a little bit more than that. Everyone's trying to automate the entire sales process, the entire customer experience, the entire life cycle. And let's just automate all of these touches. And we figured out that the only thing you can do is just keep sending more and more and more and more touches when it's automated. The only way to bring that back and to bring the amount of touches down and rather than trying to increase touches, increase the quality of the touches that you are making um, then there's a, the pendulum has come back in that direction mm -hmm. where people are going back to letters in the mail because it takes time. Again, it's showing someone that you're giving them their time, which is your most important asset. People are going back to the old school ways of marketing while still automating the things that should be automated. But relationships should never be automated. Mm. And you need to have a personal element somewhere and video gives you that opportunity to add that personal element in. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what I love with this? And I, I think it's prime, like you've just said, James, especially with a, you know, with a business and setup like yours, where somebody's applying for, a, you know, to work with you at a high level. Um, everybody loves to feel special. Right. There isn't a single person I don't think in the world that wouldn't like to feel recognized, noticed, special. And I think this is this to me is like the big thing in what what you've got here and what you're saying, Steve, is like you're really bringing that piece back. You're really, you know, taking control back and making somebody feel recognized. It's like they took the time to, in James's case, express interest and they filled out that form and anyone can send an email like an automated reply. And I think the thing I think with emails and things like this, even if you did physically sit there and write a personal email, a lot of times today, people almost expect that they're automated. Yes. And what yes. I think you've, what, what you're saying here, really, like when, when you've taken that time to do that, not only is somebody seeing that you've taken 
taken the time and you've gone that extra mile and you've given them that experience. And I, I can just see wholeheartedly in, in the case of like James or myself, where we deal with people applying to work with us, like this could be huge. Like the, the different, I can already see the difference this will make. Yeah. So uh, I have, I haven't told this story before, except the small groups of people never on a public forum like this. There we go. Another uh, exclusive. We've got the missing chapter yeah. and an exclusive. This is what I'm talking <laughs> so, about. Uh, on the back yeah, of the book, uh, when you flip over, rehumanize your business, the, the very first endorsement we have on the top is from Daniel Pink. And Daniel Pink wrote uh, an amazing endorsement for the book and why it's so important. Uh, but let me give you the backstory to that. Ethan and I, even though we read all of Daniel Pink's books and we like Daniel Pink and we think we know Daniel Pink because we read his content and his information, we had absolutely zero relationship with Daniel Pink. And so we're like, man, wouldn't it be great if Daniel Pink could write right. an endorsement on our book? Yeah. Well, how do we make that happen? Well, let's send a cold email out to this best-selling author <laughs> and let's see if we can get him to do that. And so we did that. And Ethan actually sent the video. He held up a whiteboard and on the whiteboard, it had two specific phrases out of Daniel Pink's books that would be recognizable, of course, to, to Daniel. And it was in quotes. And when Daniel received the, the video in his email inbox, now, of course, Ethan, you know, he works with BombBomb with me here. And so at BombBomb, we do this cool thing where you get an animated video. So when, when Daniel received that email, the video was already playing and moving. There was just no sound. Uh, but he could see the two phrases on the whiteboard that Ethan hand wrote. And so instantly Daniel knew one thing that this isn't a mass marketing video. This video was created especially for him because we're regurgitating his own lines back to him. And what was so cool about this is, you know, Ethan in a two minute video said, love you, love your book. We have the same, um, we believe in the same ideologies and the same thought. We have the same thought process, you know, around human to human and relationships. We wrote a book about it. Um, and this is how we're the same. And this is what you said. And so it employs one, the reciprocity that we talked about before that Ethan took time to reach out to them and in a video. But two, um, if we go back to um, Robert Cialdini, the other principle of influence is commitment and consistency. And so, Daniel already said that he believed in this. Those were his words about the human to human relationship. And Ethan's like, hey, if you believe in this, would you mind reading our book? We're talking about the same thing. We cite you in the book as well. Uh, we'll send you a copy right now. And then if you if you like it, you know, if you could write an endorsement. And so that is how we got Daniel Pink to write the endorsement through a okay. cold video email. And that's amazing. Yeah, Dan yeah. Daniel, uh, Daniel has some amazing books. I'm a big, big fan of his too. And I think uh, at one point, we tweeted with each other, but that's as far as I got in my relationship with him. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you didn't do a video. That's exactly right. I was just using characters in a Twitter text. So like, there you go. that's, that's there a you problem. Go. You're just like everyone else, aren't you? <laughs> well, I guess so, Dean. <laughs> um, Very cool. No, that's, that's amazing. And so um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know, does, does Daniel actually use BombBomb now? Because I know I'm on his list and sometimes I see he has like those animated videos in his emails. Is that... Is that what you guys I are doing? He actually, I don't think so. Um, 
more and more people are adding video into their, so that would be like a mass marketing piece, which, ah, you know, okay. you can, Got it. it's easy to add, you know, add videos into a mass marketing piece. It's just when you want to send four five, six or 10, you know, quick videos a day that you're not going to want to go and upload it to YouTube and wait for it to code and then type in the information. And so I don't, I don't think so, but I'll have to double check on that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, so we've been, you know, talking about the book, but the book is Rehumanize Your Business. Um, and that's that's available for people wherever wherever they can buy books, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, like all those places, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we were Barnes & Noble's uh, bestseller in the first month of release and a couple of categories for, for Amazon for several months uh, in a row. And we just released the audio version of the book on uh, Audible too. All righty, awesome. So... Uh, let me just say, I just want to say on behalf of uh, James and I, actually, Steve, you, you've actually, uh, just on a personal basis, you've planted a lot of different seeds in my mind now of how we can do this. Because we, I, I do a lot of video, but it's all mass market stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in what, in what you've presented here, I think there is so many uses, you know, and even just one or two that you've said. And I know there's obviously going to be a ton more there in the book, so I can't wait to, uh, to get my copy there. So... Uh, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. I know, uh, you know, James is uh, going to be definitely putting a lot of this in place for his business as well. So we appreciate you uh, sharing all this with the listeners. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. I had a blast chatting with you guys and, and going through the, the power of video. Hopefully everyone gets a chance to check out the book. They can go to bombbomb.com slash book if you want to see a, an overview of it. And then you can order off that page or just go directly to Amazon or Audible or wherever you find your favorite books. There we go. So yeah, everybody, if you've loved what Steve shared here, definitely pick up uh, a copy of the book. I know, Steve, I'm going to be grabbing a copy myself, so I'm excited to get into that. And uh, again, thank you for sharing all this with us. To everybody else listening, thank you for tuning in. As always, do subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. If you've enjoyed this one, tell everybody else about it. Share it on social media. Let's put this into the ears of as many people as possible. Again, Steve, thank you so much. And to everyone else, take care. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.